0: Building a legacy that never dies. Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family under construction. Career under construction. Relationships under construction. Emotions. I know mine live under construction. Finances under construction. We under might as well be under construction, construction together. together. under construction with your girl tamar braxton now is anyone else working on their summertime fine now y'all know i love being fit tight and right and to make sure i'm all of that for this summer i got a shiny new friend oh yeah y'all she got her a stationary bike now look I don't know if y'all remember the episode we did with Angela Davis, co-founder of ARMY, but during that show, I talked about how I just could zone out on my bike and like, no, for real, seriously. It's like a whole vibe for me, right? First and foremost, it clears my mind and I swear y'all, it's like, I can hear God so clear. Like, Tamar, Oh God, that's you. Like, <laughs> no, like for real. And look, so second... It gives my body everything it needs to come together. (laughs) All right. So look, that's my secret. I want to know what's yours. And I also want to know because I might need to try some other exercises throughout the summer. Because, you know, you kind of got to diversify that thing. Okay. (laughs) Well, look, shoot your girl a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com to let me know how you're preparing for your summertime fine. Ah! Okay, everybody, grab your notebooks. And let's get ready to speak some positivity over our lives. All right, come on, everybody, here we go. I have the power to write a better tomorrow as long as I believe that better is possible. (laughs) Y'all look, the mind is such a powerful machine. I swear to God it is. But the best thing about it is we all have one. And the bad thing is that many of us are too afraid to truly tap into the depths of our abilities. Well, brothers and sisters, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm professing that we're going to do a new thing. (laughs) Yes, we are going to do a new thing. And we're going to start with believing this affirmation right here. I have the power to write a better tomorrow if I believe that better is possible. Listen, (laughs) okay? Well, I believe so. And with each new day, my better will become my best. Tear up this, y'all about to tear up this studio, okay? All right, everybody, today on take my Text, we're talking flat sheet or nah. Now, until recently, I had no idea that there was a legit debate about whether folks use flat sheets as a part of their betting or not. But after seeing it for like the fifth time in various chat groups, I figured I needed to weigh in and check who needs to be checked, okay? Now, check this out. My personal preference is, I don't even know if it's a preference or what you are supposed to do because you had some good home training, right? (laughs) Let's just say from the cheap of the least expensive stores or the most ridiculously outrageous priced beddings, right? You get a set. (laughs) You get a flat sheet. And you also get a fitted sheet, okay? Your fitted sheet goes on first, then the flat sheet, and then I hope to God you have you a blanket, and then your comforter. Now, a lot of people don't realize that your comforter is not meant to be used every single night, Dirt Mertz, okay? <laughs> because if you think about it, when is the last time your comforter was able to fit in your washing machine? Anybody? Anybody out? (laughs) Exactly. So it's for decoration purposes. You're supposed to use your blanket and your flat sheet as your sleeping gear for your bed. Now, I want to know y'all take on that because to me, not using your flat sheet is just nasty (laughs) and cold. (laughs) Let's just say you went on a date, right? And Y'all, you know, you adults and things happen and you end up in the bedroom. I don't recommend it, but if that's what you do, you end up in the end up in the bedroom and you flip the comforter back and it's just a fitted sheet. It's a no for me. <laughs> It's a wrap. Like, I'm getting my purse, I'm getting my coat, and I'm out 5,000 because you nasty and dirty. Well, y'all know this is just my thoughts. It ain't no shade. It's really about your preference, okay? <laughs> so, as always, hold on to what, you know, works for you and dump the rest because this is just Tamar Takes on the flat sheet. All right, I'm gonna keep it a thow thow. Hey, man, it is all me. Alright y'all, it's time to tap into that Keep It A Thou Thou Inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl. Let's see what we got today.
1: Hey Tamar, since the passing of the late BMX, do you believe our community needs more resources made available to people of color, especially for those whose lives are constantly being looked at like through a microscope? How can we support celebrities and other public figures who may be going through difficult times?
0: You know, it's, this is like a real hard um, subject to speak on because, you know, I feel like when things are actually really going on and people speak out about them on social media, those people who are speaking out get dragged such as myself. You know, I, and also Nene and a few other reality stars have spoken about the fact that we need protection. We need a union, you know, so when these shows are done with you and you have given basically your whole life and your whole life stories, and once you're out of resources, you're basically thrown in the trash. It's like, oh, well, you're toxic. I don't know. I think that all of these entertainment outlets need some type of protection. And the truth of the matter is stop judging people for speaking out about things that needs to be changed and elevated you know things won't change but it starts with us
1: all right question number two i've noticed that you speak very highly about the power of manifestation it's not something that i'm very familiar with as i'd never even been introduced to the idea of speaking affirmations over myself until i started listening to this podcast Could you share a little more about how one might go about manifesting? Does it require me to sit and write something or meditate? Just let me know.
0: Okay, so let me tell you the secret behind manifestation and meditation. It's a very personal thing. So if you enjoy writing, then you'll find your best way to do so with writing. If you find that listening to calm music is your best way of expressing yourself and calming down and getting focused, then that's what's going to work for you. I myself like to listen to music and zone out and be by myself and have time to think with just me and God. God. And that has helped me um, really focus in on what it is that I want and need to ask God for. It is a very personal thing. No one can find it for you. Um, you have to try out different methods and see what works for yourself. But. The best part about this question is the fact that you decided to do so. And I'm happy about that. Well, all right, everybody. I gotta say, like, seeing the number of questions that roll in every single week is amazing. And like, I really feel like we are on a path to healing out loud. I truly hope that my responses prove to be beneficial to your situations. And now, everybody, if you'd like to have your questions answered during an upcoming episode of Under Construction, just shoot your girl a note to UCwithTamar at gmail.com. That's the letters UC with Tamar at gmail.com. Look, everybody, I ain't got all the answers, but you can count on me to always keep it a thou thou. Now, up next, we're going into the blueprint. This this is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Now, my good girlfriend, Beyonce, said that I want to leave my footprints in the sand of time. Know there was something that I left behind. Now, when I leave this world, I'll have no regrets. Leave something to remember so they won't forget. Look, that seems to be in alignment with what Mr. Bernard was thinking when he opened the Bernard's funeral home in Memphis, Tennessee. The only problem is his two daughters aren't that interested in the family business. Now, today he joins us alongside of his mom, Debbie, to tell us all about the new hit Netflix reality show, Buried by the Bernards. Welcome to Under Construction, Debbie and Ryan. Okay, so listen, guys, I just want to jump right in because setting up was hilarious to me. (laughs) So this is not an act. This family is hilarious. And I enjoy watching you guys on TV. Thank 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 you. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Why do a family reality TV show?
2: Mama, are you going to take over and go ahead and answer? Or you want me to answer?
3: <laughs> what was the question? Why did we do the show? Yes. Why y'all doing a family re- reality show? Well, for one thing, we thought it was going to be something different, something nice. At the same time, we sort of kind of thought, you know, is it going to keep it clean. It wasn't going to be no dirty. It wasn't going to be no fighting. It wasn't going to be no bunch of mess. It was fine. You know, because this is what we do every day. Now, if this is what you do every day, we do this every day. Yeah. Right. So we say, this is what we do every day. We might as well go ahead and do it. And at the same time, <laughs> get a check. <laughs> y'all let me tell you something I enjoy Miss Debbie she reminds me of
0: Shikana. <laughs> oh wow well first of all I know Shikana on a different I've been knowing Shikana for about 15 years so what you see is kind of what you get but she's hilarious she's super smart she's a great person and you, your spirit reminds me of hers <laughs> oh
3: thank you I love Shikana. I love yes. Shikana. I've always watched all their little shows they had Tiny and Shekinah and they were on the tour bus and all of that I like all of that yeah. that's me
0: well, you know, Chicago has a funeral home, too. Did y'all know that?
3: No. No. Yeah. <laughs> she just
0: <came. laughs> she woke up and said she wanted a, a No, we didn't know that. So I just wanted to know, so is that what happened to you, Ryan? You woke up and what happened? Because you was a comic, right?
2: No, not at all. A comic.
0: We all get I that from. in the
2: funeral business.
0: So <laughs> what happened? Did you just wake up and was like, oh, I want to I wanna have a funeral home?
2: Well, you know, it was mostly because uh, my aunt had passed, my mother's sister. And mm-hmm. I was just not happy with the funeral service, the way she looked, the atmosphere, that the, where they had a setup and everything. And I just knew I could provide a, a better service for families in need and just add more options to family than just the plain traditional old funeral. And it was Debbie's idea mostly, but you know, I was the brain powers behind the whole thing. So I went and took the test and got my licensings and the rest is history.
0: So you just didn't appreciate how that funeral home had your, had your auntie looking. No, so you did. was like, I can do this. No
2: idea. <laughs> you know, funeral services are a celebration of life, you know? Yes, yes. You know, y'all think Debbie is crazy. Y'all should have met her sister. Yeah. You know, so she was she was the life of the party. You know, she okay, everybody okay. loved to cook, invite everybody over dancing and everything. So they didn't they didn't send her send her away the right way.
0: Okay, got it. So since I done jacked up what you did before all of this, what did you do? Let's just get that straight. I was
2: a real estate agent.
0: Oh well, that's different. Uh, so, so you was a real estate agent and then now how that worked?
2: Well you, know, well, you know, Tamar, they always said if you want to open up a business, you need to open up a business yes. that's always going to be in need,
0: period. period. I, I don't know. My association with death is very scary. <laughs> I only had one person who passed who was close to me, you know what I'm saying? So like going to a funeral and like being close to like, you know, people who have passed on <laughs> to the other side is weird for me. That wasn't weird for you at first? Well,
2: you know, the old folks always told me we need to be scared of the living and not the head because they can't do nothing to us. But uh, for me, it wasn't a weird thing because, you know, it's, that's life. But it is yeah. a constant reminder that one day that could be you or your family member, someone you love, so it makes you just appreciate, mm-hmm. life, appreciate life.
0: So when you when you thought about opening up this home because of your auntie, what did you think you could do better? Like, how did you know that you could add something better? Like, because it's a lot of steps that goes into this. Mm-hmm. It's hair, it's makeup, it's wardrobe. It's a full-on award show, right?
2: <laughs> right. You know, like, right? Like, like I use my auntie for example. She was the life of the party. She was the life yeah. of the family. Those funerals mm-hmm. are mostly sometimes a sad occasion. She wouldn't want all of us in there grieving and sad. She would have wanted to be a little lively, play some of her favorite music, right. you know, have a little party with it, you know?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. What about you, um, Debbie? Did you think he was crazy when he was talking about he want to open up a funeral home?
3: No, ma'am. I didn't think so at all. No, no, no. I just know he needed to do some research. He was going to go to class. He was going to do great grinders and excellent student and whatever he's going to have to do. I just had to do the background. I had to know what he needed to do to succeed. It's 29 funeral homes in Memphis. Yeah. All around the same corner. Yeah. They all on the same
0: block almost. I remember when I went there for a concert, I was told that it was
3: like a block, right? (laughs) It is. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I remember. I was told that. It's a block. You go down one street, turn the corner, come back. It's oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's not so, it's not so loud.
2: You know, the black community, you know, we got a million churches. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. You know, like it's hard for black people to talk about death. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and it's it's hard for us to like really come to terms with it until mm-hmm. we're going through it, right? right? Is that why you ultimately wanted to like open up a funeral home because you you wanted to make a difference, or was there
3: anything else besides your your auntie looking crazy? You thought you could do a better job for your auntie. No, no, it's other things. It's it's a lot that comes into a funeral home. You know, you got to think about something. Once you do the research, Mm -hmm. once you go out and then go see what your competitors have to offer, once you research the resources that's here, Mm -hmm. you know, in certain areas, you know, I'm not going to say in certain areas. The money is just not here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like we prepare for death. We don't have it. It's not like back in the day where your grandmama had 10 insurance policies. Yes. The mailman, they knocked on the door. She went in her breast. She got out a handkerchief, paid for insurance man every Saturday, and she was paying on the policy. At that, that time, she didn't know the policy wasn't worth for $500. Yeah. See
0: what
3: I'm saying? So yeah. we got the same thing going on now. We do not play. We're playing for everything. We ain't playing for death.
2: That's, that's no, way before our it. time, mom.
3: See, anybody even told you to <laughs> get up there on that. Let me get this one. Look here, Mom. Yes, yes. We, this new generation does not plan for death. So our thing was this. Let's go in with a price everybody can afford, yeah. do the research, get the products, if they can't pay this, they don't need to have a funeral. So that's why we did 1895. I saw that on the show. The <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, and it rocks the dough all day long. Really, I was
0: hollering at the commercial <laughs> that y'all was put. I mean, like hollering.
3: So y'all have like funeral sales all the time. Yes, man. That's our regular price. That's our drawing card, and it's and it, it has worked, and it continues to work. Yeah. And, you know, it's like this. Why would you open up your door and say, okay, I'm going to have a funeral. It's going to be $7,500. we are going to get more people in our door for $1,895 when yeah. you're getting that 7500 once every 90 days. So, then this they ain't gonna go, work. go down to eighteen, like y'all? No, nah, they try to. They'll try to. You know what I'm saying? But they can't yeah. match what we do have because we got too many different varieties of colors of cases. because we have worked toward this. We got purple, red. Orange, yellow, <laughs> any color you want, we got it. Okay, for the eighteen ninety five, got the Crayola box. <laughs> you better have that Crayola box out. So we got out there. We got red, so they would have to match what we do have. We put a good package together, and that's what we work on.
2: And we also offer packages: five thousand dollar packages, ten thousand dollar packages. We cater to the family and their needs.
0: What you mean? Like, so the eighteen eighteen ninety five is like the basic. That's basic. What, what you get the casket, and you get the
3: program and the service. You get the casket, you get to pick up your little one, you get the embalming, you get the use of the facilities, you get the hearse, you get the, uh, the drive through viewing. The drive through viewing, you get the whole package for $18.95. What? Yes. It is taking the, it is taking this city by storm. That's cheaper than a Chanel bag. Exactly, because we got the <laughs> product to match it. We just ain't throwing $18.95 out there with no cloth casket. No, we not. So it, I'm telling you, it's something to see.
0: Okay, let's talk about this drive through viewing.
3: Okay. That's the Memphis
0: thing, huh?
2: No, they started the
0: first,
2: <laughs> the <first in> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago was the first city to start the draft.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: I saw one out in California which gave me the idea.
0: Here in
3: LA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in Compton. Oh, everything's in Compton, <laughs> honey. <laughs> it's a nice one too. It's a nice draft over there. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, tell man, me how did that change nice. the game for y'all there? How did that change the game? Cause wasn't nobody you see? Memphis is a Bible town, you know, everything down here is centered around the church and the Bible town and everything. So, when you jump outside the box, they look at you crazy like, Wait a minute, hold up, I know dang well they didn't do that. Yeah, so you know, when we said we're gonna go do this, they start looking crazy, talking about it like, like a dog. A lot
2: of people thought it was disrespectful, you know, lack of clad, right? Nah, I don't want right. no window,
3: right? <laughs> and then COVID yeah. happened,
0: and here all the winners ding, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, here, COVID, everybody wants to win. Yeah, everybody wants. So the window is included in the 18 Oh, but believe that.
3: Yes, ma'am. Really? Yes. yes. Can the family believe how you're getting all of this value? Now, at first, the ones that don't know us see. Uh-huh. They be like, let me go in the door and just see what they got for 1895." Somebody either told them or they saw it or heard about it. But then we put on this show, this $10,000 show. We capture them. So we, have services, we see the same families over and over and over again. We got your cousin, we got your brother, we got your uncle, your granddaddy. We got everything That' Yeah, our family now.
0: Yeah, that's usually how that goes, I guess. Oh, because yeah. when my niece passed, it was like, oh, we did your grandmother and we did your aunt. Yes. I had no idea. Yes,
3: you know? yes. It's oh, being wow. like this. So once yes. you do one, you, you, basically you got the whole family for the, forever. got to do a good job now. You got to show up and show out. Okay, so what's that look like?
0: What's doing a good job at a funeral look like?
2: Well, first of all, you know black folks, they want to make sure they people look like themselves. Okay. Right. That's the thing right. they're worried about.
3: That's what they're worried about. Mm-hmm. So... Makeup is everything, so it's still you know how they they back, back in the day. You know, when you used to go to a funeral home a long time ago, the damn mortician looked like he had makeup all on his face. You remember you that? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, baby, back <laughs> in the day, time, they ain't, back in the day, the funeral director had makeup all caked up on his face. Okay, we don't do that now. We do what they do now. We take that little gun and just spray them lightly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, we ain't doing brushing. all that cakey makeup. No, we have brushes. We're doing the new eyebrows. We're doing everything they want to do now. That's what we do. doing. And that's what they like.
2: The Tamar, the tamar we keep it simple. The family, the family will usually give us a portrait or a picture. This right. is how we want grandmama to look. This right. is what the shade of lipstick, we want her. And we do it just like the family wants.
0: So why family business? Yeah, because, you know... Um Ryan, you could have did this by yourself. Like, you was killing, like, I'm sure you was killing the, the real estate game. Because you seem like, you know, you super smart. you a boss. Hey,
2: Ma, two years in the game, I'm thinking the same thing. Why did I bring these folks up here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get rid of them now. Y'all, y'all ain't going to like me if y'all hear I fired my mama and my uncle.
0: What? <laughs> I'm
2: going to lose my little small fan base I got if they hear I fired my mama.
0: Well, I don't know how small you talking about. I mean, because people talking about, like, you know, you... You hold the keys to the city. you over there single and ready to mingle. Is that the case?
2: That is somewhat the case.
0: What you mean somewhat? Come on, break it down. Uh-uh, come, on. <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 come on.
2: I'm, I'm kind of more focused on the grind right now. You know, like the young folks say I'm trying to get to the bag right now.
0: The young folks hold are you?
2: I'm 45.
0: You're not the young folks? We're not the young folks?
2: The young folks say I'm old. I'm
0: the young folks. The young, the young folks
2: say I'm old. They say I need to settle down and sit down somewhere.
0: First of all, you are not an old man. Okay, <laughs> <Thank you.
2: laughs>
0: there's some real pop pops walking around here, honey, trying to <laughs> trying to hold it down. They are not holding. <laughs> They're not. You're only 45, and you've been doing this what two years? Three years. Three years and your family's into and now you have this big old Netflix show. Like, what does that feel like? And has this changed the like dynamic of your family? Because, you know, I'm you know, I'm going to go there <laughs> just a little bit because you guys are like, you know, new into being on television with your family. And I know you've seen and heard about, you know, what I've come out and talked about personally, how it has affected my family. Yes, in some ways, positively, but in a lot of ways, you know, not so good. Oh. Are you afraid of any of that?
2: I, I'm. uh Do you think about? Afraid. it? I think about it. I'm kind of nervous, not knowing what to expect, and not knowing where this wave is gonna, you know, take, take me. It. But uh, as yeah. far as change, my uncle Kevin, oh, you can't tell him nothing now. Yeah. And Debbie, she thinks she uh, <laughs> Halle Berry now. Yeah. Or something about it. I don't know. She got to get her hair That's fixed right. all done to go to to go to Walmart now. You know.
0: That's just being a girl. You know, he
2: wasn't worried about it at first.
3: So around, she still ain't worried about she it. She's telling she she ponytail tell and, and to she took my
2: pictures and stuff. I got to watch what I'm wearing now.
3: She ain't saying all that. That's Kevin. David ain't doing David, don't care. Well,
0: you know, you're never supposed to leave the house with a little mascara on because you never know who watching you. Right. I believe in that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So none of the dynamic has changed thus far. Everybody is pretty
3: much basically the same.
2: Everybody. the same. This
3: is a- we still hollering <laughs> down the hall. We still getting into it. We still fighting we still eating bologna and crackers. Ain't nothing damn change. we still oh, the same.
0: I love y'all for, for the bologna and crackers. I love <laughs> that.
3: <laughs> they, we had smoked turkey and crackers. Well, when y'all eating around these food. dead people, how that work? Well, see, you got to think about it. We in a big old building. they dead people downstairs. We oh. are upstairs in like a whole nother house. So we upstairs. So we got everything. We got the. The turkey and the crackers, the bologna and the crackers, and the cheese and the crackers. It's like, hey, open your bag of what you bring today. Hey, tell my that's what we eat up here. That's what being and the ladies eating up here, okay?
0: Okay. Well, I mean, so listen, I just have to ask because when we think about, you know, dead people, we think about scary stuff.
3: Have y'all had an experience like that? Girl, let me tell you something what they did to me. When I first started working, I was kind of like downstairs. You know, I, I'm li- I'm I'm kind of like, man, you know, how do people really live in a funeral home? You yeah. know, people live in a funeral home. We're like, I ain't Where the hell I'm a living with No way, me either. I ain't so going. you know, we first opened up every time I thought I heard some girl, I'd run to the front door. I'd run out those. Man I said, Come here. Oh, Miss David, you can't do this, baby. You're gonna have to go home because you can't run out every time you hear a sound. <laughs> so I had to get past that. Then my brother told me one day, he said, you know, after a while, when you get a lot of people, and they start talking to each other. I said, do they really? He said, yeah, come over here. So he took me and put me by the side, by the chair. He said, just be quiet. you will here. And they be talking to each other. What? Wait, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you can go right in a certain corner in this funeral home and just kind of sit there, and they'll start talking to each other.
2: Oh, miss. I'm
3: going to let you, <sighs> bro- my brother, tell you, that cool. Yeah, they be talking to each other. Oh, to each other. Them spirits be in there talking to each other. Like, hey, hey, what you doing? How you in up here? <laughs> what you wearing? What day your no service gonna be? Yeah, you been hearing them mumbling and talking to each other. I'm just telling you what I'm thinking they saying. That's the only thing they could be saying. What day you going out? Well, yeah, they be in the corner talking. My brother told me, to come here, see you. Her. And you were here. If he was here today, he'll tell you that. Mama, I believe you. Stop it. messing
2: with these folks.
3: No, I don't I'm think she's messing with truth. me. I think she telling, the, telling truth. the truth. I'm telling I'm, the truth. Kevin, just not here to bag me up, but I'm telling the truth. I believe you. He said just sit right here and don't say nothing and just listen and you'll hit a little mumbling and everything so we were we translated to the say they saying oh how you doing what's your name how long you been here what day you going out for your service they be talking to each other you know what i'm saying yeah. and then i got a friend that she'll tell you in a minute if she come see me she'll say honey listen come outside you're not coming in no because she said every time she come in the funeral home the spirits follow her home. And she ain't got no room for nobody else to come to her house.
2: Well, the day I hear him talking is the day I'm walking out of here.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might to start looking for another Baby, right she right ain't now. coming in the door. She not coming in this door. I don't care what you got, what you going to give her, what you talking about. She said, like, come outside. And I go outside and I meet
2: her. Y'all need to stop all that playing.
3: But have you heard these stories, though?
2: If I heard them stories or experienced that, I would be a comic.
3: I'd be an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't even. You, you know what? I really hate Uncle Kevin is not here this evening. He will tell you what I'm saying. He will verify. He will vouch forward. You go downstairs by that chapel in that big old black chair and they be talking to each other. He can tell them a lot of Give Deb, this Be quiet. you and Mama. And you be hearing. The <laughs> reason you don't know what <laughs> <boy-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. laughs> I'm telling you the truth, man. I believe okay, you. Okay. But I just want to know who's interpreting. Is that you? <laughs> I'm just interpreting. I'm just trying to think about what could y'all be all talking about. Okay, well, I tell you what, tomorrow when you come to work talk to him about it. Go sit in that same little spot. You're gonna hear him talk. So, so Ryan, you're I saying you ain't days. never scared to be around all these dead people. That's what you nah, say. No, I used to be. No, not, not now. I ain't
2: never scared. You know, I watched I watched the walking
3: yeah. dead. I used to be terrified. <laughs> but see, now I go down, I say, I look at everybody. Let me see your hair. Let me see a makeup. Let me see a dress. I don't like that jewelry. Put this on because We keep boxes of stuff because if a lot of families don't come with everything. Mm-hmm. So you got to try f- to f- f- spruce them up yourself. Mm-hmm. Put them earrings on. I don't like them. You know, then you tell the family, I took them earrings off because I didn't really like them. But are, are these okay? Oh, wow. Thank you. So, you know, we do a lot of that. We hands on once the gas get them ready.
2: Tamar, in, in all seriousness, what, what really bothers me and gets me all the time is the babies and the young people.
3: Yeah. Oh, I can't that, take Oh, I can't I take can't them take babies. We got y'all can't take the babies. What is the youngest y'all ever had? Girl, Still born. Oh, don't
0: nobody in the cat no time. For That's a it lot. That's
3: yeah. too much. That's a lot. Yeah. So
0: how do you That's comfort the families? How does that work? Because you guys have to play like um, therapists, uh-huh. Grief
2: too. counselor. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So yeah. You guys have a grief counselor there. You got to feel them. Every family different. You just sit there and you just feel them and just see what they going to say. You know, you give them your condolences and then you always follow which way they going to go. And then you say, okay, let me start another way. Then you start another conversation. Yeah. You got to go somewhere else and relate to them in another area because all that sadness and grief is still there. But we just kind of condensed it to go somewhere else. Did you watch The man Single last night? Girl, play, yeah. That's what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard. Because all of us have lost a family member. Everybody lost somebody. So, you know, we just kind of want to see the beauty. Not the beauty in it, but let's go somewhere else and talk about something else. How did your sister, what did she like to wear? What did she like to do? Now, you see? Yeah. That's what I do. I take them somewhere else. We're speaking with Ryan and Debbie from the Hit Netflix show,
0: Buried by the Bernards. Stay with us. We're back into the Blueprint talking with Ryan Bernard and his mom, Debbie, about the show Buried by the Bernards. So let's go back to the babies real quick. Not not the ones that are gone. I'm talking about your babies. Me? No. Rah. Oh, <laughs> well,
2: some grown women was it hard? Some grown women.
0: Was it hard getting the girls to um, join you in this mortuary <laughs> situation?
2: It wasn't hard to get them to join because they were the, the excitement and the allure of their their own paycheck, you know? Right. But uh, now far as being around the deceased, they're not with it. And I tried, yeah, I tried to uh, use them on certain funerals with me. You know, look, girls, I just want y'all to stand by the casket, smile, look pretty, you know, greet the family. But they couldn't do it. They was breaking down and crying worse than the family coming in there.
3: Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. We, that's a lot.
2: We pretty much just keep them in the office now. So.
0: Oh, so they talk to the families and do the... The, funeral the hostess, the you know, they day. may
2: hand out the, uh, you know, the uh, the programs or whatnot and just greet the family as they come in. I'm trying to get race. I'm trying to get Reagan to start driving the hearse now, as y'all see.
0: That takes a special skill. <laughs> Leave that girl in office. <laughs> hey, That's a lie. She, up, she,
2: say, yes. she says the R on the side of the building stands for her name. So Reagan, Reagan going to have to come and step up then.
0: She ain't got to drive the hearse. She's already in the building. But now she's on TV. How do how do the girls like this new life have do they get recognized? Do you guys get recognized? You probably already did that before the show. It's probably like to the 10th degree, right? Well,
2: well Reagan came in all excited that she got noticed and recognized at the uh at the beauty salon. Kevin, Kevin and Debbie's getting recognized everywhere. I do I do okay, all right, you know. But uh yeah, it's fun watching Kevin and and Bishop. I talked to Bishop the other day. Yeah. Bishop told me he's getting autographs and things. So
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bishop said, "Man, man, everybody asked me for my autograph."
0: I don't know. Maybe my team thought you was a comic because of the TV show and how funny you are. So, what can you guys tell us
3: <clears throat> that we don't see that happens there? Okay. These families getting into it, they fighting. You get out there, and <laughs> how in the world do we get out there and get in the middle of a major, serious fight at yeah. the cemetery? What they do in you see what Memphis, I'm saying? Memphis. Every time, <laughs> it's the last couple of weeks. Every time we go to that cemetery, something break out. we have to leave that running. Every time, never fails, cause some, you know, it's a difference with these young people. Yeah. According to how it used to be back in the day, they saying all kinds of crazy stuff and out there, jumping up in these mama's faces and these grandmama's faces. And honey, we here lately, we running up out of the cemetery. They running really? us up out of there. Yeah. They be fighting. Yes, ma'am. Tensions is high. Yeah. You didn't pay for this. You didn't pay for that. You didn't do this. You didn't. Yes. yeah And then a lot
2: of times, Tamar, these funeral services are like family reunions. These family haven't seen each other probably in the last 10 years.
3: One of them shoot off and say something and baby, it's on. I tell people all the time in here, y'all don't get it twisted. We know it's a funeral home and I understand what you think might happen. But girl, they'll shoot off on you around here. Yes, ma'am. What? Yes, yes. It ain't no different than going to the club. The funeral home ain't like no, the club? Funeral home be like the club, baby. They'll shoot <laughs> off and pop off on you around here. You have to tell your family. You every week we have a meeting right before a service. Okay, you look on the board. You already know the people because you interacted with them, right? Okay, like last Saturday. Yeah. The whole schedule, all of them messed up. Get ready. How do you deal you with that? You better stay number one, most important, stay at the face. If they ask you a question, what's the answer? I don't know. Call the office. Anything else, they start fighting. Bag back, bag down.
2: They don't have to worry about that. All that's coming towards the funeral director.
3: All that comes towards
2: you? All that comes towards me.
3: So how do you deal with that?
2: You just have to, you know, stay professional and deal with it the best way you can. It depends on the...
3: No, he don't deal with it like this. Okay, now who was it that said something to you? Oh, ma'am. Oh, okay. But did you call the office... Yeah. OK. Did You talk to any one of them ladies in there. OK, well, I'm going to go and call them and talk to them and see exactly what happened and who you were talking to. And I'm going to get back with you with that. Oh, Guess you what keep it professional. Do. Got it. Right.
0: For the person who's listening, who's never been through this before. Right. Right. What kind of advice would you give the person if they lost a the loved one for the first time? They don't know what they're getting themselves into. Um, they go to the funeral home. It's eight thousand dollars. What, what can they do without, what, what do they need? What, what are the specifics that you need
3: for real? Okay, when they come in the funeral home and then when they come in, the first thing you tell them is this, you do not ask the person this question. This is a, this, this, this a deal breaker and they just ain't caught on to it. You go to a funeral home, the first thing that person asks you when you walk in the door is, oh, hello, Miss Tamey, how are you? Uh, do you have a uh, insurance policy? A policy. Right. Go back and get in your car. Don't even go in the door. Because what difference does it make if I got a policy or not? The price is the price. So people have a tendency to add a little bit more on there, mm. which you call it junk stuff, because they said they got a policy. So if you walk in the funeral home and they say, hey, Miss Tamar, come on in. We just want to say, give our condolences to your dog and your cat and everything and all this kind of stuff. Who is your insurance policy with? Go get in your car. Number one, run. Oh, no, mama wouldn't want this casket. Mama want that casket. I, oh, I saw, I had a lady last week, look at that casket, she fell in love with it. Oh, I mean, I put it in there and everything. That's the casket sitting up there, he got stuck with, cost too much money, he finna dump it on your family.
2: And that's one reason we came out with the 1895.
3: And, yeah, we don't do all this. Great, yeah.
2: Giving them a great funeral package because funeral directors already have a bad reputation.
3: And they know you're already grieving. Yeah. You, are, you ain't thinking straight. Your man just ain't right there. So you know, and here they come. I need to show you this casket over here. I had a lady yesterday and she looks so pretty in it. Your mama gonna look pretty in it too. It's the has one on the floor. Wow. No, we don't do that. Now you got it? Yeah, I got it. We just open up the room and just say, just go on in there and you look and see what you want and we'll meet you when you come back there. Yeah. Not that precious sale. See, it's a funeral. It's a business. It ain't no different than a car lot. It ain't no different than a high shop. It ain't no different. It's a car lot, huh? Now, I'm giving you an example. That no, I'm no just difference. saying like when people go in and look at different things, like it's like looking at, like like buying a car. Yeah, you're just looking at which one you want. You know, Let me see this one over here. Okay, I like that. That looks yeah. nice over there, but don't be pressured. Yeah, well, yeah, I can get you. What color you say you want? Oh, I can get that for you, but that's going to cost a little bit more money. Probably about mm, $4,500 on top of what that already costs. All oh, that kind of foolishness. Sheesh. That's what you get in this business. Yeah. You got to be careful. So I know you guys have
0: an amazing price point and that's nowhere else. (laughs) No, ma'am. It's
3: not. So what's a good price point? Like in Nutbush. A good price point for a burial and a funeral service. I'm going to say $5,500 and that's it. It don't cost all that money. You can go get a nice funeral, go to the cemetery, go get buried and everything for $5,500.
0: Yeah, everything else is like overdone, over the top, extra.
3: Whatever they, whatever they boss told them, they got to write up today. You know, this business is like any other. You might, you got, you ain't met your quota. You need to write up twenty thousand dollars of stuff this week. You think them men ain't trying to write up twenty grand? Yeah, cause that's what they tell them. Yeah, I'm thinking this is like
0: your least favorite part of the business is the hackling. Of the business, not you all,
2: but the other people. Oh yeah.
0: Like so, what's your favorite part of the business? What if What if you've
3: fallen in love
2: with my favorite. the what family?
3: Business? I love the family. My, my favorite
2: mm. part is when the family comes to you at the end of the service and just thank you so much right. and tell you everything was so wonderful and their loved one would be very happy and everything. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part.
0: Yeah, giving the family comfort. Mm-hmm. So what happens when? How do you feel? And what can you do if the family is just? Not happy with nothing. Oh, you get some of them
2: too. Hold Wait on, minute, um, let me you tell you me this. Too. The main complaints we get are from the family members that didn't even put no money on nothing. They didn't, they didn't pay nothing. They just came right. in with their attitude. Right.
3: right. Well, let me say this to you. We get very few complaints. We really don't really get a lot of complaints. We really don't do that. But you know, I listen to everything they're going to say. They be coming out at like the woodwork and all candles of stuff. So then I, I flip it. It's like a light switch. I say, okay, all of them was wrong. Oh, Miss Devin, what you said? I said okay. I got that written down. That's what's wrong. Now let's go get another list. What was right? Right, right. Let's talk about what was right. Yeah. So Ryan, let me ask you a question because yeah. I can see that uh,
0: your mama wanna <clears throat> please a lot of people. She's a good-hearted person. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. So how much free stuff she give away? Does that drive you crazy? It drives
2: me crazy. <laughs> it's, not so much, it's not so much of her giving it away. Uh-huh. Most of the times, I may agree with her you know? Okay. Discuss it with me first. Yeah. Discuss it with the boss first. Yeah. If I have to give you away.
0: Yeah, because I, I would think like at some point it's not it, it's not about just the business because you're dealing with families and you're dealing with emotions. When is it not about the business of a funeral home and just about the person and the people? Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh,
2: yes. Like two weeks ago, we got that call about that little baby. You know, we're yeah. not going to charge y'all for that. Yeah. You know? It was just a heartbreaking accident, you know. This family didn't have insurance or anything. So we're gonna give y'all that funeral, you know?
0: Oh, oh that is mm-hmm. So beautiful. Oh my God. So let me ask y'all a question. So the casket and the burial was 1895, but the cremation is 595. Yeah. Exactly. What, <laughs> I love y'all so much. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so do you ever suggest? Okay, y'all need the 1895 packets, or y'all
3: thought about the 595? 95 Do you ever suggest one to a family? You can't do that in here, baby. It's Black America. You better not tell nobody get the 5 cremation price to burn their mama up. Are you kidding me? You got to let them come with that. You, can't, you better not go out the gate with that packet. You better just give them all to them at one time and let them look at them and let them decide. You better not suggest nothing about burning mama up. ain't going to work for you. No, you can't do that. Not here. No, girl,
2: no. no. We just lay it out for no. them and let them choose.
3: Yeah, you just lay everything out there and let them look at it. Yeah, you kidding me? Y'all ain't got no money. Then you jump up Bernard and say, okay, well, y'all really ain't got no money. You can't afford the 18 dollars Well, how about, look at this package, the cremation for eight five dollars 95 Girl, you just got a fight. You just drew yourself a fight. You can't do that. <laughs> you just got to lay all the packages out, walk off, and let them look at it. They know how much money they got. You don't ask them.
0: What if it was like a bad accident, and you know you can't get them to look like the way that you know they would want to look like the
3: family want to look like? You don't be like you don't say that then. <laughs> no, you don't say it they then. Understand. You just kind of give it to them, and then you let them know when the person come in. Look, babe, you already understand things might just ain't right because he had the accident, this and that. But then we take pictures off to them anyway, so you know. But you bet. I don't care what the circumstances is, you would better not start that game I'm talking about. We gonna burn mama. Up. It ain't gonna work for you. Damn, no, five ninety five, no. You know, no 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 no. no, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. You ain't gonna be able to do it. No. What you finna say right? Like sometimes you can't even say that no, your mama crazy.
2: <laughs> Y'all need to exchange numbers. It lady ain't gonna stop talking.
3: Y'all gonna draw a damn fight up in here if I say something. You say something like, okay, but well you ain't really got the money then. Why don't you just go on pee match your mummy? Why don't you just go on up spending five ninety five and be through cool it. you ain't got it? So what <laughs> different do it make? You better not say that. Eh? You're gonna have to call the National Guard up in here because they're gonna whoop on you for them.
0: See, that's why I love this show so much because it's so good and it's so real. And you're right. I can't talk. I'm going to call you Miss Davey all day, every day, (laughs) period. (laughs) So listen, at this point in the show, because, you know, you guys coming on here is a true blessing for me, you know, and while the show is called Under Construction, a lot of people, you know, struggle with death and don't know how to deal with it when it's the family time. And at this portion of the show, we like to talk about what we got from, you know, this whole interview, for me, you all are bringing a light and bringing lightness to such a heavy situation. And, you know, I just have to say kudos to you, um, Ryan, for even, you know, thinking about this and, you know, being... um. Being a, a pillar in your community to, to help ease, you know, that dark feeling. Um, and you too, Miss Debbie, because I'm telling you over here cracking me up. <laughs> You can bring laughter to sadness. It's always, you know, Mm -hmm. I I call it, you know, a a God situation. You know what I mean? Because when something seems so dark, something seems so hard, how do you laugh? How do you see the the good? You know what I mean? Or the fun, you know, in something that's so hard. So I just wanted to tell you guys, my take, I'm going to go first because I never go first. My takeaway from this whole thing is you guys are phenomenal people really, because most people don't care at the end of the day. And you guys have opened the door to care about people's pockets, care about people emotionally. And mm-hmm. thank you so much for giving back when you didn't even know that's what you were you know, doing. Thank you so much. Because it is hard. I remember when my niece passed and I said, oh my God, I do not have time to go to no funeral home. I didn't mean like time time during the day. I meant like, time emotionally you know what I'm saying Mm. like I don't have this kind of time to spare because this is a lot and it was a lot because it was a bunch of prices (laughs) and that's the last thing you want to talk about is money and death Okay, nothing gets more emotional than that. And I would just like to say you guys are amazing. You guys definitely deserve a second season. It's hilarious. And I love you not just because you black, but (laughs) you black and doing what you what you have to do by your own people. So we thank you for that too.
3: Well, it's true. It's so true. It's so true. Is Mm -hmm. anything else y'all want to add before we go? We want to say we thank you for allowing us to come on your platform. You know, everybody watches you. You know what I'm saying? So we do see it. You know, old as I am, I know Tabor on construction. You know, (laughs) (laughs) my grandchildren put it out there for me. But, you know, we want to thank you for allowing us to come into your life, to be on your platform, to recognize us. And, you know, you know what you all have in a reality show. And you got a big old family like us. So you know what family is. Yeah. So. To allow you for us to come in and be a part of your life and your family. And you talk about how amazing our family is. We say your family is amazing. Hey, we love you. We just, we throw them back. People don't know. We are so taken back with this. They have shown us so much love. Yeah. And um, we just don't know what to say. We just on a roller coaster right now. Thank you for allowing us to come on your platform, baby. That's
0: a oh, lot. Oh, oh, thank you. OK, wait wait, Ryan, because before we go, I forgot to ask you met your daughter, Deja, when she was 15. I need to know about that story. How did that work?
2: Oh, wow. That story was uh, I was hanging out in a, a club one night. I, yeah. I saw this lady staring at me and she approached me. You know, I'm thinking she's about to come shoot her shot, you know. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, how you doing? You remember me? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I do remember you. And you know, she was like, you remember what we did back a couple of years ago when we hung out? I said I remember all that. And you know, she told me it was a, a young lady walking around looking just like me. You know, from that experience, I feel like Michael Jackson and billy Jean. You know, I saw the picture, and the eyes was like mine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, we uh, we went and got tested, and uh, Deja came back 99, 99, 99% mine. Wow.
0: And
2: so that was—it uh, was very nervous for me because uh, I didn't know, you know, that 15 years, you know, I didn't know what type of connection we would have. I didn't know how she would feel about me or accept me into her life, you know. I didn't know how to be a, a father to her, you know, coming in, trying to tell her stuff about her life and getting her business. I didn't know yeah. how to navigate that. So I just— I just wanted to just be there for her, listen to her and just get to know her and just form that bond from there. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So how is our relationship now?
2: Our relationship is great. You know, it's just yeah. uh, it was just starting at that point and just continuing to build. And uh, oh I plan goodness. on doing a better job with her kids, you know, spending yeah. time with all of them. So that's so beautiful.
0: Oh, my God. You guys are so funny. What a pleasure to have you on the show. It's such a blessing. And um, just keep on doing what y'all doing. Just really. And don't let nothing come in between y'all family. Don't let a camera, don't let a no, nobody down there mumbling. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Coming yeah. between our family bond, which I have going on, is amazing and beautiful and blessed. And stay in the light. You guys are amazing, beautiful people. Thank you. Everybody, the Bernards! You. Oh my God, y'all. <laughs> that was so fun. Like, it's so nice to see a family reality show that closely mimics the off-camera dynamics of their true interactions, business dealings, and engagements, right? Like, it's truly a beautiful thing to see, especially since the family business is something that he hopes to pass down to his daughters. Now, if you haven't had the chance to check out Buried by the Bernards, y'all, I'm telling you, it's so good, and it's available on Netflix right now. All right, everybody, before we close out, I want to remind y'all that your girl is on Cameo. (laughs) Now you can request your birthday, anniversary, motivational messages, affirmations, or whatever is appropriate to pick you on up. All you got to do is just hit me up on Cameo at Cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton. Well, everybody, that is our show for today. Can you believe it? That went by so fast. And listen, remember, if you want to hit me with a question or comment about this show, you can email me at ucwithtamara@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's the letters, ucwithtamara@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And listen, if no one else tells you, remember that I love you and I truly mean it because we're all Under Construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mo Sauce, a stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lovitz. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Music provided by Radio and Audio Everywhere Company.
3: More sauce.